Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Jake Murphy, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short and personal episodes dedicated to helping you live your greatest life in a body and mind that you love. Let's go. What's happening, people? Are you doing well today? I'm tremendous. Thanks for asking. So, I am back with another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to touch upon the five foundations of fat loss. You see, there are countless little things to try out when you want to lose weight. Eat this, don't eat that. Walk this much. Try yoga. Avocados are good. Chips are bad. Blah, 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 blah. You know how these countless options though, why does it always seem that we choose to follow the ones that produce little or no results? You know, the frustration that you feel after trying this special lemon ginger tea for a week was supposed to help you burn fat, but you know, it made no difference whatsoever. It turns out there's a simple reason for that. People tend to forget to stick to the basics. We all want that quick fix. But you know, you guessed it right. That lemon ginger drink is not going to be one of them. You know, fat loss, gaining muscle, getting stronger, feeling mint. Or whatever your goals may be, you don't need to be as complicated as you think. But there is a reason for that, because, you know, in today's mainstream media... And these Z-list celebrities and even health and fitness professionals are putting a message across. You know, they're encouraging people to believe there's a magic formula of supplements like skinny pills or detox teas or, you know, what's the best macronutrient ratio or the meal timing or, you know, rest periods, eccentric phases or even, you know, six-pack workouts It's going to get you shredded in 30 days. So, I'm going to share with you the five quick foundations to fat loss. They are simple and it doesn't complicate you. So, that's the first one. Diet is king. Your nutrition. It's funny because, you know, for some reason that despite repeatedly hearing that all the time from me or from fellow trainers or from your best friend's cousin's postman you still for some reason think that it doesn't apply because if I could choose one reason as to why people fail to lose weight I'd pick diet to be with the main culprit see losing weight is key for targeting fat loss which is energy balance Having all factors in tune, of course. But in order to initiate the process of fat oxidation, we need to be in a caloric deficit. So if you're not in a caloric deficit, you simply won't lose weight. You see, caloric restriction is half the battle, though, since that your body will happily convert muscle to energy before resorting to its fat stores. And obviously, we want to avoid that. 
So to prevent this, you want to create an environment where your body will avoid muscle and then tap into your fat for energy. And I'm going to go into that for the next pillar. But many things that go into diet and caloric restriction, such as nutrients, portion control, protein levels, carbs, fats ratios, number of calories, etc. But it is quite simple when you know the basics. So, pillar two, and that is what I've just touched upon, training. You see, more specifically, resistance training. You know, being in a caloric deficit alone is more than enough to make you lose weight. But if you're doing one thing at a time is your thing, then obviously storing a caloric deficit and all this little pillar. But to speed things up a little bit, let's talk about resistance training. You see, resistance training is any kind of physical exercise that improves the muscles over time. Lifting weights or exercising using resistance bands like we all have done over this lockdown. Or running, swimming, cycling is not. That's cardiovascular. You see, exactly which type of resistance training is more efficient from a time and effort perspective is a talk for another day. But the purpose of losing weight faster, any type of resistance training will do. You see, metabolism is a set of life-sustaining functions that the body performs, such as breathing, digestion, food, pumping blood to cells. You know, the exact amount of energy that is different for everybody, but it can change. So building stronger muscles is the simplest way to increase the metabolic rate, and resistance training is the best way to build stronger muscles. So this way, that the body burns more calories every day while resting just to maintain these stronger muscles without actually having to move. And let me quickly touch on when I was saying cardio is not quite the same as resistance training. You see, cardio might be a simple way to burn extra calories, and that is basically exactly what it does. It just burns calories while you do it. But resistance training also burns calories while you do it. And it also improves the metabolism so your body burns more calories at rest forever. The more muscle you have, the more your metabolic rate improves. You see, you could burn 200 calories by doing 45 minutes of cardio. Or you could burn 200 calories by doing 45 minutes of resistance training. The difference with the latter is that our metabolism is increased by a tiny bit. But from the following day onward, your body will require one additional calorie per day to stay alive. And that one additional calorie may not seem a lot, but remember, this is the result of one single training session. So imagine that these calories accumulated workout after workout over the course of months or years. Your body's going to expend more calories at rest, which means that you can either eat more food or lose weight faster. Or both. You know, whatever's preference. So, let's get on to pillar number three. And that is sleep. You see, sleep deprivation causes metabolism to slow down. Which means that when you sleep less, your body starts to burn more calories at a slower rate to preserve energy. So along with eating right and exercising, 
getting quality sleep is an important part of weight maintenance. You see, poor, poor sleep dramatically alters the way that our body responds to food. You know this yourself, if you've had a bad night's sleep, your appetite increases and you, you're less likely to resist temptations and control portions. I know that myself. But to make matters worse, it's a vicious cycle. You know, the less sleep you have, the more weight you're going to gain because you're going to be eating more. And the more weight you gain, the harder it is to sleep. So on the flip side, establishing the healthy sleep patterns can actually help your body maintain a healthy weight. So getting healthy enough sleep at night in order to maximise your fat burning capacity throughout the day. And the funny thing is, it's probably one of the most talked about ones, but pushed to the side. You see, it's recommended between seven and nine hours is recommended for fat loss. And most people get closer to eight to nine to see better results. And creating a sleep routine is the, probably the best way to get consistent sleep. Try like decluttering your mind before you go to sleep as like shutting down all the distractions like your phone. And that's gonna allow your mind to rest while you do sleep. They say anything less than six and a half hours a night can actually lead to increased appetite, increased hormone levels, and reduced ability to actually lose fat. So get some sleep. It's good. <laughs> That leads me on to pillar number four. And it's quite like sleep in, in a sense that it's probably the least talked about, but probably the most important for our mental health as well as fat loss. And that's stress management. Managing your stress. You see, learning ways to reduce stress at home and work are extremely important. The stress creates the desire to eat more. It triggers the release of hormones such as cortisol that increase the abdominal fat and slow down metabolism. So factor brain signaling appears to increase stress levels as a part of like a feedback loop. You see, this combination of reactions to stress is also known as fight or flight response. Because it is evolved as a survival mechanism, enabling people and you know other mammals to actually quickly react to life-threatening situations. This is commonly known now is the autonomic nervous system. And that has a direct physical response to stress. And that's divided into our sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. You see, when the body's stressed, your sympathetic nervous system contributes to what is known as the fight or flight response. So when you're in a calm state, that's you're in a parasympathetic state, and it plays quite a lot in terms of training. If when you're training, you're angry or you're stressed, and for anything like that, you're in a sympathetic state. So when you get out of the gym, for example, you know, I, for my example, is that I'll literally come back when I'm in the car, I'll put some calming music on, like lo-fi hip hop or even classical just to get me back into a parasympathetic state. Because when you're in a high sympathetic state, 
your digestion's terrible and you're just generally just a bit more moody. So let me go actually go on to actually manage stress like I just touched upon then. You can use things like breathing or yoga or exercise or meditation. And I've often found that journaling is quite a good thing to work on your mindset. This is not actually worrying about controlling the things that you can control and not letting the things out of your control bother you, if that makes sense. Things like starting, like I said, journaling, like expressing a bit more gratitude, whether you, whether that's for the night or whether that's in the morning. Just, you know, just like express the things or I'd be grateful for even the, the worst things in your life because that's what makes you who you are and how you respond as a person. And that does bring me on to pillar number five for fat loss and that is your lifestyle. See, in today's society, it's probably the most overlooked thing for fat loss or even total. A lot of people are just wrapped up in their own bubble. They don't really take considerations or have a bit of an analysis on their own lifestyle. If you desire to lose weight, live a healthier life, it needs to happen full circle. You see, just being more mindful of developing a new lifestyle change brings new habits and behaviours. And I believe that in order to lose weight, you need to develop new beliefs and behaviours. I talk about this all the time. You see, you know, if you previously ate terrible all day, you sat at your desk at work, and then you come home and snack on sweets and chocolate all night while watching Netflix every day of the week or every weekend, you're going to find it very difficult to suddenly change and then restrict yourself for everything that you've lived. And that's why most diets fail and most people yo-yo. In like social events, you know, try making healthier food choices, for example, or saying no to alcohol more often or going for walks instead of watching the TV when you come home. And that even can be possibly changing your social circle. Reducing time with family influencers or friends and picking up more active things to do in your free time. And obviously you usually have to reduce how often you eat out as well. But when I mention behaviour change, that's the whole caveat for fat loss. Fat loss requires behavioural change. Behavioural change requires motivation. And motivation requires, you know, the desire for change. The belief you can do it and, you know, the belief that it will all be worth it. So if you decide that you do want it and you believe that you can do it, it's all going to be worth it, then it's time to immerse yourself in this process. And that does bring me on to the last little summary bit where I want to touch upon, and that's consistency. You see, one of the key factors for losing weight for good and actually doing it is consistency. You see, developing a healthier schedule is far more important than rapidly dropping some pounds. 
Because if your goal is the like, then be prepared to get all that lost weight back after you, you know, fall off your diet. And there's quite a cool quote that I like that touches on consistency. And that is, we are what we what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And I'm going to leave that there. I hope you found value in this podcast episode. And any questions on the basics of fat loss or the foundations of fat loss, then drop me a DM at Jake Murphy Nutrition. Peace. In the meantime, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Jake Murphy Nutrition and ask me any questions you want to know about that I could make into an episode. Or maybe you want to slide into my DMs about fat loss, about confidence, or whether that be one-on-one coaching, meal plans, training plans, or you simply want to chat. So thanks for listening to me, and I'll catch you on the flippity-flop. Wait, no, I apologise for that. See ya.